Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff. We're back on a Thursday night. Normally we go uh, Sunday and Monday. I'm glad to say that we are back on Patreon. Yeah. So for the people who were following us on Patreon, appreciate you yep. standing by and following the show and not dumping us like about seven of you did. Did Mother they? Fuck, yeah, we lost about seven. Well, fuck But then we you. gained about four right away as soon as we said we're back on, on Patreon. But yeah, they dumped us. Oh, those motherfuckers. Bitches. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Phyllis Diller made that mistake one time, and she was never the same. Um, yeah, we had so many people that reached out. Glenn Geffner reached out, voice to the Marlins, heard from him today, which was nice. Did I hear from Al Horton? No. So what does that tell you? Al Horton reached out to me. Oh, he did? He did. He said uh, I upset him. He said, I'm just catching up on all the old episodes because I'm yeah. a little bit behind. Did you call my mentor, Ted Leitner, a deaf fuck? <laughs> You did, you asshole. Uh, yeah, so it's good. We're back on Patreon. Good to be back. Bla uh, brand new blog up at DaveAndJeffShow.com, written by our friend Jojo Tarantino, who I am going to call him the executive vice president of medical sciences for the Padres. He's got a really cool gig. and But he has spent a lot of time on road trips for baseball teams yeah. in the pros and in the minors. And he has been incredibly cool about writing blogs for us. And I love him, man. I just, I love him. I love that. Dave, to this day, I'm fascinated by life on the road for the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball. The NFL, it's usually just in and out, like one-day yeah. trips. But baseball, when you're gone for 10-day road trips, what happens? Like, And I always say to these guys, take us on the plane. Tell us everything that happens from the time you get on the plane to the hotel, because I think people are fascinated by it. And uh, and so JoJo's been helping us out and is writing um, blogs that you can find at DaveAndJeffShow.com. And I love them, man. I love them, and I appreciate our man Kyle Fluger helping me out getting those posted. Look at the websites. Awesome. So, yeah. That's up as well. You know, I want to point something out about JoJo, which is, to me, very interesting. I remember mm -hmm. when you and I started covering the Padres. And first time we saw JoJo, what was he doing? Oh, shit, he was the Bat Boy. He was the Bat Boy. And I used to watch this guy, and i go, okay, to be the Bat Boy of the Padres, it's not like you just show up at 7.05 or 7.10. Right. Basically, he's given up his afternoons of whatever a high school kid's going to do. Yeah. You know, so if he wanted to play high school baseball, that's out. Done. And if you want to do a school activity, that's out. So yeah. he decided, I'm going to be a bat boy for my favorite team. And you go, yeah, it sounds like a great time. Until you realize if you love baseball, you can't play baseball. You know? Yeah. And so he decides to be a bat boy, and the Padres are his favorite team. And his dad was there at every game. Yep. And then he becomes basically a, a part of the medical staff. Yeah. I Worked mean, his way through. He lived basically, if you're a Padre fan, he lived your dream life. You know? Yeah. As Outside a kid. Of playing. Yeah, he grew up with his team in the locker room with all the Padre favorites, and he knows everything, backwards and forwards. Yeah, 98 was there, knew all those guys, yeah. and is is cool enough to share the stories uh, through blogs on the website, and I dig them. And, you know, I don't know, it's an open invite to Glenn or to Alan, to anybody else. If you guys want to share road stories, just write them and email them over to me, and uh, we'll put them up. Cause Absolutely. Because I, I still, Dave... I'm fascinated by that life, that they're just charter airplane. You get on, you get the menu, you get to Denver. Somebody takes your bag. You're at the hotel. You're at shoot around, right? And yeah. then you're hanging out. When do you, like, what do you pack for a road trip? All that kind of <laughs> stuff. So, um, 
No, it's cool. But yeah, that uh, I just wanted to share that with you because some of you may have missed it. You know, speaking of of the Padres, you and I right now we're watching a, a game that was earlier today that's on television. It's from the Pirates Phillies mm-hmm. spring training. And I noticed nothing against Mark Grant or or, or Silo, mm-hmm. but when your team is not playing well, you're just so sick of bullshit, right? You just yeah. you get frustrated. And I tell you all the time, we love Mark Grant, but I get so fucking tired of Mark Grant because you better the, shut up. Because the team sucks. And and I hope it, it changes. It, it's nothing to do with Mark. It just happens to be he's the guy that's talking when I'm watching a train wreck. I'm watching the Lakers tonight. I was waiting for you to come on over. And the Lakers are playing like the Lakers, just shitty the whole season. They're playing Toronto. They turn the ball over 21 times, can't make a three-pointer, can't rebound, can't do anything. And I fucking hate Bill McDonald. I just fucking hate him, man. I can't stand him. I hate the fact he wears the same black suit every fucking day. I hate everything about that motherfucker. What about Stu 22? Stu gets a pass. I love yeah. Stu, because Stu brings me back to times with Chick Hearn. But I cannot yeah. stand Bill fucking McDonald. I hate his guts. God. I, like, I hate him. Like, he's top ten guys I fucking hate on the planet right now. And he is, like, not that this matters to anybody, but yeah. but we'll tell you when guys are cool or guys are dick, Bill couldn't be nice. I'm sure. You've met him? Yeah, fuck him. He looks like he sleeps in that suit. I fucking oh, can't stand him. Shit. Just had it. I'd look at him and go, this guy has the job because he's friends with Jeannie Buss. That's it. Yeah, he was, you know, Bill hosted kind of Patrick O'Neill's job. That's right. He had the wraparounder. Whoever does, whoever does that, that guy they fucking put on every talk show on 1360. Nice enough guy, but they treat the guy like he's fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, the fucking. Alan Sliwa, is that who you're thinking of? No, the guy who does it on TV. Okay. McGee? God dang it. Chris somebody? Yeah, shit. Like I, I said, doesn't I turn nice the channel. I can't watch James Worthy. I can't watch any of those guys right now because My the team God. is so bad. I just don't want to hear excuses. You angry motherfucker. Oh, they're so fucking bad. Who would have guessed LeBron wouldn't make the playoffs? Boy, I, I'll tell you this, man. I had somebody say to me today that loves the NBA, uh, said, you know what? I don't like LeBron James anymore. Why? Why? What's the reasoning? I don't know, man. I just, to me, I look at LeBron and I, I still think he's iconic and I'm like. His numbers are insane. It's not like he's gotten shitty. He's right. really putting up good numbers. The team around him sucks. He's not helping the matters. He's not a great teammate. I, I don't know anything to that, Dave. I really don't. I just, I'm like, I look at what he's meant to the game. The thing that I always dug about LeBron is LeBron, I just remember how much heat he took because he wouldn't take the shot. Yeah. He had the reputation of being a guy who was scared. Yeah. And then when he kind of changed that and became the guy who wanted the ball at the end, I dug that, man. I thought that was cool. And when he came to L.A., remember where I was? I was in L.A. that day. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, man. I I just I, – I don't want to be – and I'm not a Laker fan. I'm a Wolves fan. But I do like LeBron. I like LeBron. I don't know what happened up there this year. I don't know any of it. Look, if the guys he picked the team, basically he picked those guys. The Lance did he Stevensons, pick it or the Rondo. Did Magic pick it? No, that was LeBron. They all went with the one-year contracts. I mean, all those guys are going to be gone anyway. But I, even the guys that Magic picked, the the Lonzo Balls and and Ingrams yeah. and all those guys, those guys are hurt all the fucking time. I mean, right. they're all hurt. I mean, they, you name it. I mean, Lonzo Balls aren't even coming back this year. Ingram. Has has medical problems now. He's not coming back this year. Kuzma's hurt all the time. All these guys can't play. If he's been to the finals as many times as he's been, and he's been an MVP and he's done yeah. everything else, you know, if he goes, hey, look, this is kind of what I need around me. I, yeah. I would assume you guys want me to be the focal point of the team. These are kind of guys. We have limited pickings, but I believe if we can get this guy and this guy and this guy, um, 
because probably some of the guys that you want want to come in on three and four year deals. And so who knows? But in the limited circumstances that we have, if I can book these guys uh, or if we can get these guys, then then I think we got a shot. Fuck, man. He hasn't earned that. No. What do you mean? No. No, he, he can't put it. Yes, he, he is <laughs> not a good GM. He's not. Jordan wasn't good at it either. He's not good at putting guys together. I mean, J.R. Smith was a goddamn train wreck. Then he yells at J.R. Smith because he can't figure things out. J.R. Smith was the worst. <laughs> but he's he's done this over and over again. I, I don't know what to tell you. I just know if if I'm an NBA fan, you have to go. All right, the East was as easy as we all thought it was. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like he's going to the finals in the East every single year. He can't even make the playoffs in the West. The where they made a mistake, uh, and we'll wrap up Laker talk, is that they should have hired Jerry West. Mm-hmm. Jerry West, look what he's doing at the Clippers. Yeah, it's great. I mean, he's the one that said, let's get rid of all those guys that were making big-time money because you aren't going to win a championship, and let's kind of start all over. And Jerry West has done a great job with the Clippers, with the Warriors, with the Grizzlies, everywhere he goes. Every championship the Lakers have, Jerry West touched, as far as them being in Los Angeles. Every Boy, single one of them, either as an exec or a player. Uh, two things about that today. First, on Jerry West... Crazy thing is, you remember when he was running the Lakers that he would have to leave the building because his anxiety yeah. got so bad, he would ha- he could not sit anywhere in the arena. He'd have to walk the forum. Now he is there at Staples Center for every Clipper game. He's got the worst seat in the fucking house. He sits like <laughs> right behind the basket. Like the seat where he has, you look at and you go, his vision has to be impaired. Yeah. It looks like he's got a complete, like, uh, he looks like he's at the old Boston Garden with a beam in yeah. front of him. He's sitting right behind the basket. Unbelievable story today in the L.A. Times that the L.A. Times has an email chain between Jeannie Buss, Irving Azoff, who is the manager of the Eagles and now runs the forum, and Linda Rambis, Kurt Rambis's wife. Yeah. And it's an email chain from the end of last year that started up when Steve Ballmer started negotiating with the city of Inglewood to get a new arena. And because there's a lawsuit going on, these emails have become public, and you can see how Jeannie Buss talks about Steve Ballmer, and she says something to the effect of, didn't he see what we did to my brother? And wow. basically says, like, he's going to, and Irving Azoff, floated the idea of bringing the Lakers back to the forum. Yeah. But it's not going to happen because so much of the revenue is made from skyboxes. You don't have any at the forum. But they at least entertain the idea. But never knowing that these emails would be published, uh, Nathan Fenno, who did a great job a couple years back when the NFL was trying to get up to L.A., he has this whole email chain uh, Arash Markazi tweeted out a link to it tonight, and you can read all the. They're calling Balmer Balls. Jesus, that, like I don't know, maybe that's his nickname. He's fine with it. I have no idea, but uh, it's so crazy to take you behind the curtain and see what was going on to try to yeah. talk about bringing the Lakers back to the forum. That is insane. It's great. Yeah, that is something else. No, I, I saw that come across, and I meant to read it all day long. I didn't get a chance to uh, to check that out. There, I know there are a lot of people like me who are big Laker fans that say when you went to Staples, you lost something. Mm-hmm. As soon as you walk into Staples for the first time, the first thing you think of, man, there's a lot of glass. Yeah. Right? And you're going, what's the, the fan experience and, and everything else that goes into it? I know for a lot of people it doesn't matter. For most people, you can't afford the tickets when they're at the Forum. You can't afford True. them when they're at Staples Center. 
But there was that feeling that the crowd was on top of you. And I'm sure mm -hmm. Celtic fans would tell you the same thing about the old Garden. That they're right on top of you. And we look at the Warriors who are going to move into a brand new arena next year. They're going to miss something as far as where they go from Oracle to the new one. It's it's just it's just different. It's the way sports have changed. True fans will always tell you that the real fans sit at the top. The mm -hmm. ones who live and die with the teams are the ones that sit at the top because that's all they can afford to get in and see. Yeah, you can still get in to see the Clippers, but you can't get in to see the Lakers. No. Really, I mean, the the seats all the way at the top, they're probably 75, 80 bucks a ticket. Yeah. And that's on a Tuesday night game. So you go, all right, well, then if you're going to park down there, uh, it's whatever. It just it adds up really, really quick. Believe me, I've looked into it. And you just go, fuck, man, it, it ends up being a $400 day. Yeah. And you just go, I'm not doing 400 bucks Because if you want to see the Warriors, then it's like a $600 day. And you go, God damn, man. Like, think about it. You go, 600 bucks it does a lot. And no, you just can't do it. One thing about, and we'll, we'll jump into this when we do it right now, is, is our buddy Eric Weddle. So, yeah. Eric Weddle signs with the Rams. One of the first things Weddle said was, I'm going to 75% of these Laker games. Oh, yeah. Huge Laker fan. You know? Always has been. Yeah, and his, his wife and kids are going to stay here in San Diego. He's going to be up in L.A. by himself, and he says, I'll be at 75% of these games because <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. He can't wait. Yeah, he got $12 million. Yeah. He can afford to go. Uh, one, one quick thing. I was just going to mention parking at Staples Center, and this was the funniest shit. This happened to me yesterday. Uh, remember when everybody lost their shit that UTC was going to charge to park at the mall? Oh, yeah. Fucking guys like Raul at Fox 5. <laughs> I'll cry in the blues, right? Because I'm sure he's at UTC every fucking day. He's just the one guy who I remember crying the fucking blues about it. So yesterday I'm at a seminar, and the seminar is right across the street from UTC. So I get down there early, and uh, I'm over talking to my kids so i pull into that lot well dave zero to two hours how i mean how fucking long are you at the mall you ever at the mall longer than no, two hours not it not no two so hours. if you're there under two hours it's fucking free to park okay. it's, it's like still what was it beverly center in la right, right? three hours or, or Grove, less yeah two to four hours if you're at the mall for four hours it costs you two fucking dollars to park and then there's validation and all this other shit that's going on I was just like, oh, holy shit. Everybody in this fucking town sitting down to take a leak uh, <laughs> gets their feelings hurt about everything until you look at it and you go, big goddamn deal. Big goddamn deal. If you're there under two hours, there's not that much to see at that fucking mall. No. So if you go there, right, they took out Yellow Brick Road, can't go to the fucking arcade anymore. I can't remember the last time I was at UTC. UTC At, at least in nice. 10 years. That's a nice mall, but it's not really one of those malls where you go, well, I'm going to kind of linger around in here, linger around. It's kind of mall like a lot of them are. We go, well, I'm only going there because I have to go to Crate and Barrel. <laughs> I got to go get some fucking crates, and then I need two barrels, and I know where I'm going. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Pulled in there, and I was like, God damn it. There's a, everybody in this town losing their mind. You could be here four goddamn hours. It's going to cost you two bucks. Yeah. But you'll pay 25 bucks to park to watch the fleet. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that I got that wrong. Sorry that I don't know shit. Yeah. Uh, what else? I turned a negative into a positive. All right. That's, that's good. Let's hear this one. Uh, so my kids, like probably a lot of your kids, I'm sure uh, Josh and Jake did this. Uh, they are selling 
candy bars. Yeah. A buck each. Are they the the world famous chocolates? Uh, I yeah, they're kind of I don't know, they're in a white wrapper. Yeah. And I don't know. You don't what, know what's the title of them? No, nah, I haven't okay. seen them. But they look like that stupid <laughs> What's the thing that's like in a triangle box? And yeah. it's kind of like a yellow, but you know what yeah. I mean. It's kind of like that length. It's it's. It sounds like, like we're either world greatest chocolates or world famous chocolates. Probably yeah. something that fucking melts. It's only a dollar. Yeah, they're like. Well, I a thought it went up since uh, you and I were kids. No, they're like a dollar a bar. And so I said to my sons, I go, look, I'm. They don't want us selling them at our office, right? Because it puts your work asks you guys not to do it. Like you guys have yeah, a policy. And I'm glad they. I'm glad they did because then you got every. Everybody's grinding you, right? Everybody's got kids, and then you're buying candles and all this other shit you don't need, yeah. and you're out a thousand dollars a month. Wrapping paper. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they just said, "Hey, look, don't sell anything." So what I said to my sons where I go, "Look, I'll buy twenty from each of you, and then I'll take them up and I'll give them to people at work. I'll just give them out. I'll scholarship everybody." So they go, "Okay, that that's great. Gets you off on a good start." What, what are they selling these chocolates for? Uh, it's just something at the school, like okay. raising money for a school. Okay. I don't know if there there could be, it might be a sixth grade trip. Okay. And if I gave a shit, I'd ask. <laughs> Have you paid attention? They told yeah. me three times. Yeah. yeah. Spring pictures. I don't know what. They, we had to do Planned it to, sell, to get a, it was a windbreaker. That was yeah. it. It was like for our youth football. We had to sell $60 worth to get a windbreaker. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably pap smears. I don't oh, know. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Everybody calm down. So, uh, that's <laughs> why so I said Planned Parenthood giving out condoms to all the kids so I said to my sons I go uh, tell me what you got give me the breakdown and they go well we have milk chocolate I go pass I go uh, what are you going to be a dick for you aren't eating them no, it's just give them the 20 fucking dollars get the right. fuck out of there right and then they go uh, we have the crisp I go alright yeah they go, we have the dark chocolate. I go, that's fine. Almond. I go, that's fine. And they go, caramel. I go, I'm not giving that shit away. There's no guy that gives. And they're like, what? I go, it sucks. I go, I don't need any of that shit. So I go, just make sure I got 40 of the first ones and we're fine. And I said, just bring the boxes out. I'll grab what I want. We're good. So I go to see him last night. And my one son comes out, and he's got, like, a Target bag. Yeah. And he goes, here, uh, I got your bars for you. I go, well, who put this shit together? <laughs> You're a dick, dude, yeah. And he goes, well, Mom put it together. So I start pulling it out. Milk, chocolate, and caramel. That's it. You got to be sitting my, me. I lose my shit. Do you? Good. And here's the other thing. About 15 of them are broken in half. Oh, boy. So I go, well, what the, what the fuck am I going to do with these? <laughs> I go, what, I'm supposed to go, oh, here you go, Dave. Here's a nice broken bar. I go, look, do me a favor. Keep the 40 bucks. Get this shit out of here. I go, I can't give this to anybody. So now my son's all upset. I go, what if I give you a Christmas present? It's goddamn broken. Yeah, wheels are missing off the car. Right, that's awesome. I go, what happened to the idea that I'd pick them out? Who broke them? Uh, who got You taught them a great lesson in customer service, though, right there. Right. Customer's always right. Yes. And well, the uh, customer's always the customer. Who knows right. if they're right? And here's the other thing, what I said. I go, look, this is, and I got really pissed, and I'm still pissed at their mom because their mom's a joke. So I said to them, I go, look, this is the life lesson right now. I go, 
I go, who do you want to be? Do you want to be a kid that grows up looking out for only yourself or do you want to be somebody looking out for somebody else? Because I said, I just donated 40 bucks. Now I'm not taking one of these because yeah. it's goddamn embarrassing the blend you gave me. <laughs> so now they're all mad. I go, just get this shit out of here. I'm cussing up a storm. I couldn't care less. So now my son's all upset. I go, well, I, I go, I couldn't have been more clear in telling you. Yeah. Like, A, I didn't think I had to say, hey, try not to hit him with a fucking hammer before you gave it to me. Uh, <laughs> Did someone step on these? What the right. Fuck? <laughs> hey, fucking kicking field goals, you dick. So uh, I didn't call my son a dick because I'm, uh, but Classic. I, uh, yeah, yeah. So now he's bummed out. He feels bad. The whole thing. I'm like, no fucking guy eats caramel. Because I said, here's why. When I was a kid, your grandma used to buy that horse shit Cadbury stuff. Yeah. That had that. It looked like uh, motor oil. Looked like transmission oil in it. Like, no guy wants any of that. How am I going to give that to a guy in my office? They're going to have me committed. Bullshit. <laughs> so, uh... So we're driving, and we're going to dinner, and I'm still aggro. Yeah. And I see a dude pushing a cart. Yeah. I see a dude pushing a cart. And I said to him, I go, you know what we're going to goddamn do? I go, here's what we're going to do. I said, I'm going to take those 40 horse shit bars that you just tried to pass off on me. <laughs> and I go, and I'm going to up the ante. I go, I'm going to take the 40 shitty ones, and I'm going to buy 60 more. So I said, I'm wow, giving you a hundred bucks. Good for you. And I go, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take the hundred, and Saturday we're going to see Bob McElroy at the Alpha Project. And I said, We're gonna give out a hundred and we're gonna meet new friends. And I said, We'll apologize for the broken ones, but we'll just say, hey, whatever. And I said, So put me down for another sixty, and we're gonna we're gonna take a hundred of them down. So now my sons are like, What? I go, seriously. That's what we're doing. We're going to the Alpha Project on Saturday. Yeah. And I said, I want you to know, again, I want to emphasize one point. I go, you can get over me cussing. I couldn't give less of a shit. I said, I want you to determine tonight who you're going to be in your life. Are you going to look out for yourself or are you going to look out for others? Because somebody in this family did one of those and somebody else in the family did the other. Yeah. And I said, I'm pretty confident which one I was. So I reach out to Bob McElroy today, the Alpha Project. I said, Bob, I'm bringing Jack and Kate down, and I'm coming to see you on Saturday, and I'm bringing 100 bars. We're raising money for the school, and I got 100 of them, and we just want to give smiles and handshakes and, and you know, a mix of bars. Bob writes me right back. He goes, hey, Jeff, I look forward to seeing you. Tell Jack and Kate I'm down for another 200. Wow, that's awesome. So now we have 300. Look at you. I have a friend of mine in Toronto who's become a very close friend, and I was saying, hey, you know what? This is kind of a cool thing, how this just kind of happened. Uh, and I was telling her, I'm like, their mom just is a fucking joke. Piss me off. <laughs> she knows I wouldn't eat that shit. And uh, this friend of mine in Toronto said, you know what? Put me well, down. Did your wife not want the caramel either? Is, was, is she one of knows. It's a fucking bullshit move. Let me just tell you one thing, okay? Don't try to. I've been nothing but fucking nice. Uh, you guys have heard this podcast, but I'm not taking bullshit from anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. It's a fucking joke. So I said to this friend of mine in Toronto, I go, how about this shit? I'm going to the Alpha Project with 300 bars yeah. on uh, on Saturday. That's amazing. 
And she said, no, you're not. You're going with 360 because I'm buying another box. Wow. I said, God damn, don't send me any of that Getty Lee money. <laughs> this is fucking like, I, I'm like, what's the exchange rate? Would you buy 11 for your <laughs> He goes, no, dumb shit. I'll buy 60 U.S. Okay. So U.S., I, just, yes. So I said, down. So now I contact the school, and I go, look, I'm coming tomorrow morning, and I'm bringing you 300 cash. I'm bringing you 300 cash because I already gave them the other money. And I go, I need five of them put together. Now the school's stoked, and I talked to them tonight. My sons are stoked. Now I have some other friends who are like, you know, I'd like two crisp. And an um, I don't have time for that shit. Okay. <laughs> what happened to the customer being right? I'm not driving around dropping off three one dollar candy bars. Jesus Christ. But uh, Saturday, yes, we're gonna go to the Alpha Project. We're gonna see Bob. Nice. We're gonna see Janice. Yes. Uh, we did a nice thing. We raised some money for Rolando and Dave. We turned a negative into a positive. You sure did. And uh, I was, yeah. And their mom knows I'm pissed at her. And I couldn't give less of a shit. Don't fucking try to pass that shit off on me, please. Fuck off. I don't have time for that shit. Yeah, right? Fuck it. No. If I gave you a... Don't a, bullshit a bullshitter. That's it. Dave, if I gave you or, yes. you know, that other idiot, Steve Woods, if I said to one of you two dickheads, yeah. hey, you know what, guys? Jack and Kate are uh, doing this. I got you one of these. It's shotgun caramel. Like, hey, what the fuck is this? You're beating me over the head with it. Like Al Capone. I know it. You don't have to lie. I throw him at your back as you're walking to the right. car. Like a boomerang. So I talked to Cade tonight. Yes. And I go, look, we're going down there. Bring those bullshit caramel ones. And he goes, what? I go, bring those. I go, fuck, maybe there'll be a blind guy. He won't know the difference. <laughs> You know, I can't believe I got to hand that shit out, but I'll do it because I'm good. My son's dying laughing because people like him. I go, nobody likes yeah. him. That's why you had 25 left. Exactly. Fuck. Nobody likes him. He's dying. And he goes, uh, but he was funny at the end. He goes, you know, dad, you're doing a good thing. I said, no, we're doing a good thing. Yeah. We're doing a good thing. Bob's doing a good thing. Our friend Joe's doing a good yeah. thing. Like, we're all doing a good thing. It'll be great. And I, my feeling is, what I told my friend Joe in Toronto was this. My feeling is my, I think Bob's down for 200. I don't know yeah. what the fuck. I'm kicking in like another 160 or That's whatever. That's a lot the, of fucking candy bars. A lot of people at the Alpha Project, sadly, Dave. A lot of people are down there, and I don't know that we'll hit all of them. I got but, it, but it's fucking but, candy. I'm afraid to get a turkey sandwich. Right. Hey, oh, where's your money? Why don't you pack, why don't you make 360 turkey sandwiches? Huh? You fucking know it all? A little bit of protein wouldn't help. <laughs> Jesus. But I said our small cash investment yes. will be repaid 25 times over with the experience for my son. Yeah. From the smiles and the handshakes and just getting an appreciation. Yeah, of course. For what the people at the Alpha Project do, for what the people that are staying there are going through, and also for what they have in their own fucking life. That is the most I've ever heard of any kid raising for selling candy bars. Yeah, well, I did it. Yeah, I, I got you. That's well, Bob saying. did That's it. That's the most Bob I've ever heard. Bob stepped up. Yeah, it's, but I it's just, incredible. I, I love Bob McElroy, man. He just has been a guy. Uh, you guys met him. Any of you that were there August 1st. Yeah. 
he just is one of those dudes where, like, I was out with a friend of mine tonight, and we were talking about different shit. And I just said, you know, find people in your life that make you better. And goddamn, Dave, I'm telling you, knowing Bob and having him consider me a friend is just like, where you go, fuck, this is great. And and that was it. I just I said to my sons tonight, look, we could have been pissed and just taken the forty bucks and yeah. be like, hey, fuck it. And I said, instead, we're gonna we're gonna do something cool. And I said, we'll make a few bucks for the school, and it'll be great. And uh, and that's it. And so I'm I'm really happy, and I'm stoked to see Bob. But you know, Dave, you you joke about the chocolate. They've got an unbelievable facility at the Alpha Project. Yeah, go ahead. But what I said to them is, I said, you get a candy bar. And I don't care if you're 60 years old or you're 10 years old. It's going to put a smile on your face. And when it's given to you by a couple of 11-year-old guys that say, hi, we got this for you. I I think for a minute, Alpha Project puts a roof over the head. They get yeah. meals. They have a little bit of a feeling of self-worth. Um, so your fucking turkey sandwich isn't needed, okay? <laughs> you're bullshit. Bob's got it covered. Don't fucking patronize him. Uh, but, but you know, just going down and, and Dave, I think just the handshake and the smile and yeah. say, hey, we're we're cheering for you and we're in your corner and most importantly, you matter. Now, uh, that's kind of what it is. And, and I just emphasize the point to him again tonight. I'll say it to him every day. Who the fuck do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody that looks out for others or do you want to be somebody that looks out for themselves? You know, it's funny. I think that a lot of people at least um – for me as a kid, I remember they always used to say, you know, you feel better giving than getting. And then you go, that makes no zero fucking sense. Right. You know, I'll take all the Christmas gifts I can get kind of a deal. Right. You know, all the birthday gifts, whatever. I love getting gifts. But you do hit a point in life usually where you, you, you give back and you feel better about uh, give, uh, giving than getting. You know, you, to the point where you get something, you're almost embarrassed to get something. You know, yeah. go, yeah, I don't need it. I'm fine. You know, don't worry about someone else. But it's uh, for you to teach the lesson at a young age. Fantastic. Yeah. Look at me work. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Fuck I, it. And I reminded him that I'm the better parent. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Look at you. And I did it very subtly. Very subtly. <laughs> Through a complete fit. Get this shit out of here. What the fuck, I said. Did Who am I giving these to? They're all fucking broken in half. Did you call her a joke in front of your kids? Yeah, I go, this is a complete joke. Holy shit. I said, oh, this is great. Hey, I think of you so much as a friend that I gave you a goddamn Horse shit caramel bar broken in nine pieces. Ah, oh, thanks. Can't wait till next year when I get a wooden nickel back from you. I, I get, get this out of here. Full of those little butterscotch candies. God, that your really? grandmother used to have. Oh, those are garbage too. <laughs> are those really hard, yeah. like uh, green and red? Oh, those are terrible. Right, that would be in that dish, and they yeah. get all stuck together. Yeah, it's funny to say that. The place I work, the lady who sits at the front desk has a big candy dish. Okay. And sometimes she'll have mints in there, you know, and I'll yeah. just walk by. I'll fucking grab a handful of mints and just fucking, you know, I'll suck on them on my, my desk. Yeah. But then 80,000, 85% of them, I should say, are Jolly Ranchers. And they oh, sit in there day after garbage. day. I'm like, we're in the third fucking grade. What's the deal with the Jolly Ranchers? They're shit. <laughs> Would a goddamn York peppermint patty kill the fucking... Dude, they wouldn't last there because they're great. They're good. Yeah, that's why. Fucking I told you, man. Damn Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, it's too damn funny. Well, good for you. I remember when I had to sell those those chocolates, like you're saying, when I was a yeah. kid, we had 60 candy bars we had to sell. They were a dollar a piece. And now this is back in the 80s. what it is. 
And then uh, they were up on the refrigerator. And I remember I wasn't walking door to door. Selling candy in my neighborhood as a kid in Tennessee sucked because the houses were so fucking far apart. Right. You, know, you need a goddamn horse. Yeah, you, you did. Every house was two acres apart. Yeah. And so you'd sit there and go, I'm not fucking doing this. I'll be exhausted after five houses. And then I remember when it was time to go ahead and, and turn the candies back in if you didn't sell them. And the whole box, both boxes were empty. I'm like, holy shit, both boxes are empty. What am I going to do? Right. And I said to my dad, I go, dad, the candy's missing. Hey, I'll write you a check for 60 right now. He fucking ate all 60 himself. God damn it. Yeah. It wasn't the cat? No, no, it wasn't the cat this time. It was him. He ate all 60 himself. He wrote me a check for 60 bucks, and I got my guy dang windbreaker. <laughs> How about that? Like, <laughs> ni- like 1981 junior pro football, it said on there. <laughs> 60 bucks. Like 140 yeah, today. It is. God damn. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's just you get to a point, like I said, uh, just you go fuck it. Who do you want to be? Yeah, like, who it's do good you for you. Be? Yeah, it's so fuck. Awesome. Well, uh, we're gonna have a good day. We'll have a good day on Saturday. They got a basketball game. The whole what time's thing. their basketball game? Uh, basketball game is at two. Okay, you got you got a busy day. You say you're gonna come watch. Uh, we're my, gonna come. My, my Benita Barons play. We're yep. playing at Coronado at ten thirty in the morning. Hopefully on Saturday. So uh, we're gonna. You got yeah. a busy freaking day. So we'll. Uh, my son's training for a half marathon, so he's running in the morning. So he's going to run, uh, and then I'm going to pick him up at 9. And then at when I pick him up at Mission Bay at 9 o'clock, we're going to go right from there to the Alpha Project to go see Bob and Bob's team. We'll drop that off, and we'll get them all squared away because apparently if it gets below fucking 42 degrees out because they use some kind of chocolate, everything melts. Can't give you a melted fucking bar. Why not? They're already broken. God, no shit. <laughs> Thanks for that. You can spit on all of them, too. <laughs> Put cat hair on it. That'd be really nice. And then, uh, and so we'll bring them down to the Alpha Project, and we'll see everybody, and then we'll uh, we'll get loaded up. We'll come down and see you. So I may not be there for the first pitch, but right. how long do those fucking games run? Two hours. All right, cool. Two we'll hours. Be there. Seven we'll be there in, two hours. We'll be there in plenty of time. We'll probably be there for the last hour of that game, and it'll be a good day, and then we'll um, – We'll load up and get them back up to the basketball game Good and deal. hang out. We're on a roll. We won four straight. I'm very proud. I'm still waiting. I got a Bonita Vista jacket coming. I've already committed yeah. to buy it, but fuck. I'll... I got it for you. You don't have to buy it. I'll All take right. care of you. Well, I'll fucking look for it. I'll wear it with pride. <laughs> now that we're winning. Absolutely. The fucking and, screaming and banshees that. of Bonita Vista. <laughs> we're fucking in there, bitch. <laughs> we're, we're, we're moving forward on this thing. Hey, uh, sports-wise, I want to ask you, because the baseball season starts, obviously, so in March. Great. It's no more of this April thing. starts at the end of March. Two weeks. Two weeks away. I mean, opening we're, day. We're right there. Very excited. What day are you going again? Two weeks from today. I'll be at it's opening day. Two weeks day. from today. Yeah, busting my kids out of school, too, nice. by the way. Okay. Yeah, you don't see anybody else that's considered a parent doing that. Wink, wink. <laughs> so, two weeks from today, you're going to see the Padres take uh, opening day. Your kids will never forget it, where they would have right. forgot what they were doing opening day. Right. At this time. So it's, it, to me, I'm all for it. I always say they should sit there and cancel school anyway on those days and really celebrate baseball for what it is. Why not? Take away one of those presidents' holidays. Yeah. Shit. Um, but but at, at the same time, the excitement factor of baseball. Take March away Madness, Columbus Day. Yeah. Come on, please. And then we I, I don't think you get off day. for Columbus Day anymore. Uh, they do. Do they really? God damn. And La Mesa, Dave, yeah. they get off for everything. But then the morning you study a lot of these guys, you're embarrassed. You're embarrassed about Columbus. Yeah. You know, Columbus was a dipshit. He didn't even know where he was. He thought he was in India. That's yeah, why he called him the Indians. Fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like having cost today. Another fucking dummy. 
know what's funny about Mike? I'll give Mike credit for this. I'm not going to say who I was talking about, but I wrote him a text today. Okay. And I said, is this show permanent, is what I wrote, about one of the shows on their lineup. And he and, he, and, as, and, and I didn't even give him a chance to answer, because this show was fucking terrible. Oh, and the he, whole lineup's and, terrible. And he just writes back, no. That's, that's all I'm like, what did he No? And I was like, I'm not sending a goddamn text message to your boss, you asshole. Yeah, I'm asking calm you. down. And fucking, he will not sit there. You know, he's on oxygen every yeah. time the phone. Uh, he's like Dennis Hopper in uh, Blue Velvet. Every time yeah. you fucking text him, <laughs> <laughs> candy clowns. <laughs> Be five people that get that fucking reference. <laughs> uh, but I laugh. It's close to friends. Are, he doesn't trust me that I'm not no. going to take a screenshot of his text and send it to his boss. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like, dude, calm the fuck down. Fuck that guy, too. Um, <laughs> Well, I tuned in because Suda Vincent, who I love to death, is now working on 97.3. And it is just such a fucking terrible fit. And I understand it's early. She's so great and so talented. And yesterday, like, Ello and Coach were just talking. And it was, and they're trying to incorporate Sue. And it just was not working at all. And then they were doing things like what, you know, what bothers you? Basically, like a G-rated fu of the day. Oh boy! And poor Sue, right, says, you know, when you're in the checkout line and somebody's got fifty things and they pull out a checkbook. Well, nobody pulls out a fucking checkbook anymore. So because I'm a dick, <laughs> I sent her a text message and I said, I got to be honest. I said, I feel like feeling uh, workman's comp charge for you more than the two chicks that jerked off Robert Kraft. <laughs> I said, I feel worse for you. Uh, she, she didn't respond. Did oh, really? She didn't respond. But I, I'm telling the truth. It's horrible. She's so cool and funny. Set her up, for Christ's sake. Like, take care of her. Look out for her. Like, let her get her leg, get her sea legs under her been over there playing fucking michael buble shit for 30 years like uh, don't just be like sue no not doing that checkbook line we did that in 1994 when g knight was here <laughs> when g knight was here when the greener was sitting there doing that yeah, that was gary kelly's joke fuck that chuck <laughs> boom boom cannon <laughs> <laughs> your, now your boy Woods was back on today. Okay, was he gone? He he wasn't on for a week. I don't know. I haven't heard from him, but he I haven't heard from him in a week. Okay, I heard him saying he was coming back on, and he was all excited. He was coming back on today, and I yeah. told you that fucking app sucks. I couldn't hear the show. Not one minute of the show. Did I you? flipped on to hear Woods, and I said well, he's not there. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't listen for one minute when he wasn't there. I said I'm not listening to the show if Woods isn't a part of it. He's the right. guy that we're friends with on that show. We, right. You like the other guys on the show. At the same time, I, for me, Woods makes that show. So I said, uh, if he's not on, I'm not listening. Well, he comes back. I said, I'm going to listen to see where he's been for a week. I'm yeah. curious. Fucking doesn't work. I told you that Did anybody sucks. write to them? Like they gave us shit for Patreon? Yeah. Get no, nervous? Exactly. What the hell? The, the app yeah. stinks. You got to find someone that can make that shit work. People listen through their phones all the time, especially when it's AM radio. It's just better through, through your phone. Yeah. You think that's Steve's fault? I blame Steve. That's, I've told him the app is shit forever. Yeah, nobody fuck goes a to guy. anybody. That's bullshit. So I don't know where he's been for a week. Well, posting was, pictures of his kid. Said he was back, all excited. I don't think he was. 
I don't even know he's going on vacation. Yeah, where'd he go? It. Was he skiing? Skeet shooting? <laughs> Was he in rehab for his addiction to Jolly Ranchers? <laughs> Was he selling caramel candy bars like a bitch? Let me point this out right now. Let me I know hear. Woods is listening. Okay? This yeah. is why Jeff and I are your good friends. Yeah. Because we know the story. Yeah. But we aren't fucking saying a word to you, asshole. But we should. And it's really hard not to. Yeah. Because it's fucking hilarious. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole, we're a better friends than you can possibly imagine. But right now, it's really hard. It is. I got shaky hands. <laughs> we don't edit on the show. We're doing the best we, we can. Don't. Not to fucking laugh our asses off for the next five minutes. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I know right now he's nervous. At this part of the show, he's fucking nervous. He's just like, Paul, hit fast forward. <laughs> God damn, don't they have a commercial, Paul? Yeah. I know how many times you slow this fucking show down to sound like we're drunk. You idiot. You dick. I guarantee you aren't slowing it down right now. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Steve checked in with me, and I don't know what he was expecting, but that's the hardest I've laughed in a long time. Me too. It was awesome. He's, let me just tell you, as much as I fuck with that kid, I fucking love that guy. He's so great. Like, we need more of those guys in this town, right? Like, if if he wasn't, if Steve wasn't, this is what I yeah. regret the most about Woods. Five years ago, before he was married and a kid, tell me a better guy to fucking road trip with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like a three-day in Vegas, yeah. right? Yeah. Where you go, that's the fucking guy. Like, that's the guy you want to go with to Vegas. I'll be honest with you. He would have made me nervous. I would have been thinking. Oh, you no, know, why do you say that? Because I'm thinking one of us is getting arrested, and I don't want it he to be is. me. Yeah, but I don't want to get arrested because I'm with him. Nah, we just slide out. <laughs> okay. I say that to everyone else who's been caught with the person that did the wrong thing. Yeah, you know, got, this guy's a history of bad decisions. Yeah, I like it. He Woods is the guy that if his name should have been Dangerous Steve Woods. Should just go by Danger Woods instead of Dangerous Dick, who yeah. we worked with at Free FM, who yeah. was like the most non-dangerous guy yeah, we ever no met. Kidding. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. And we're like, you're not even dangerous. Like as dangerous as Nickelodeon TV. Um. Woods would be the guy that at 2 in the morning, you're like, you know what? I know we're at the Sahara. Yeah. But we're gonna, we don't have any money. But we're going to walk the three miles downtown through the shady part of Vegas because we're going to get a buck ninety nine steak dinner at the Horseshoe. <laughs> at Binion's Horseshoe. And Woods would be like, let's go. I got five bucks. I'll fucking, not only are we going to walk it, but I'm going to buy it. That's who he is. That fucking kid's family. Uh, Darren's not walking. Uh, I buy insoles. <laughs> I love that guy, too. I'm just telling you. Right? Darren's not walking. No way. No way. Kaplan's walking about 10 feet in. You're like, shut up. <laughs> we just push him in front of a bus. Let's get the fuck off the sidewalk. We, you asshole. We just push him into the Vegas River. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about this show I did with Sid? Yes! Yeah, Into the river. We heard it. Between that fucking story about God dang Sid and fucking the first time fucking Darren went to North Park and fell in love with it, enough. Jesus. 
First place I went to in North Park. Nobody gives a fuck because nobody asked the question. Jesus Christ. Is <laughs> anything else happening in this fucking town? It's yeah, been over 20 years. Yeah, I can't wait to tomorrow when you tell us what you loved about Mira Mesa. <laughs> Good God. We have a buddy who goes to Mira Mesa and gets jerked off. <laughs> fuck. Not telling us about a wine bar, you dipshit. Come on. Were we so, am I in trouble now? No, no. We're just fine. like, just go. You're fine. <laughs> so far, <laughs> good. Get it away from me. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, I got something else cool, too. Hang on. I'll tell you this, and then we'll go. <laughs> I think you know something about this shit. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. So a friend of mine give me this tonight because she goes, hey, um, I heard what you said about everything going on. So I was given tonight all-natural hemp oil, 550 milligram. How the fuck do I say this? Go ahead. Cannabinoids? Okay, let's imagine it has to do with cannabis. Yeah, cannabis. And it's a premium quality, calming remedy, peppermint, hemp oil. Now let me see what it says on the other side of this shit. Hang on. Shake well before use. Use once or twice daily. Two pumps under the tongue. And then uh, for best results, start with a low dose and gradually increase. But it's uh, it's supposed to, like, fucking chill you out. Now, you took an edible, right? I did. I ate an edible once before the show. That's funny, man. It, so did, I don't it, know. Did, it did nothing. Uh, it did, I told you it did nothing for me. At least I didn't feel anything. But then... It was simple math, like adding 1998 yeah. to, to 2018, and I came up with 19. I couldn't come up with 20. <laughs> Remember that? I was like, I could not do the simple math. You're looking at me like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. That's 20 years. I'm like, you no, were, it's 19. You were all stoned. Yeah, I, I didn't think I was, but at the time, yeah. I, otherwise, no, what's... um. My brother-in-law has a Parkinson's, severe Parkinson's, and he, I mean, shakes Dude, nonstop. Yeah. And... Um, he won't. He won't try anything. He won't smoke weed. He won't try an edible. He won't try anything, even though doctors have said, "Hey, look, we'll help you." Yeah. Well, the oil you're talking about, he did try. He put it on his hands. Right. And guess what? He stopped shaking. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's for a guy that. I mean, number one, he's a prideful guy. He's embarrassed that yep. that he's shaking. But two is trying to eat and shake like that. I mean, right. not even just talking even soup. I'm just talking eating a steak. Right. And to have your right hand shaking like that, and you know what? The, it worked. The oil worked. Well, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, I was saying to this friend of mine tonight, I go, what's really cool about the show is that we don't really hide anything. No. I mean, we would tell you everything. So I haven't, um, you're supposed to do, like she said, do two drops tonight Yeah. before you go to bed. There's a very limited THC in it. Yeah. So I'm not going to get. It's not meant to get you high anyway. Right. Um, but kind of when you looked at all the different elements and all the different benefits that it says it does dave yeah talked about that like yep. and it was really cool like i was i'm i'm fascinated by all that and and how it all works and the thc versus the cannabis part of the plant and all this but um yeah i just kind of you know hit yep. all the different boxes and shit i gone through and she goes hey try this one right here so um i don't know if any of you are thinking about doing it I don't know by the time we get back here Sunday yeah. that I'll notice anything or Monday, but I would say 
Like, let's just see. And what I said to her was, I go, like, I told her the whole story about yesterday, right? She's dying laughing. Yeah. And she goes, oh, well, what do you do with that? I go, I'll tell the whole fucking thing tonight. She's like, oh, my God. But I said to her, I go, I just like being level. Like yeah. I, I said, I had that deal a couple of weeks ago, but I haven't had ups and downs. Like I would say it. I go, I've just been level. I just want to stay level. Yeah. So it's like two drops at night, right before you go to bed, which is great because I don't have to remember to do anything during the day. And uh, I'll let you know. Do you have trouble falling asleep at night? I don't. I stayed in Carlsbad on Monday and Tuesday because my place was being tented. So yeah. I'm always, but I think that's common Did for you get a lot to sleep of people like an extra hour because it's close to work was god it better? it's so great yeah so great. <laughs> How great was that? it was great man you know i love north county i really yeah. do like north county to me uh, i was saying dave I, I know my kids born in la mesa and everything for them is la mesa but for me that whole anywhere from cardiff north to probably like carlsbad village that really yeah. feels like home and it was a blast being up there so yeah being that close was great. And if I can get back to North County, I'm going to figure out a way to get back there. Dude, it's not very nice. I, I work up there as well. It's extremely, extremely nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to mention these guys real quick. Then after we, after I do this, I'm going to predict an injury that's going to sideline me for a year. Okay? You? Me. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> this, this, oh, I like this game. But, but I'm, yeah, it kind of sucks. And I'm asking if you know anyone that's had this happen to. I know it hasn't happened to you, but okay. I'll tell you right now, I think it's going to happen to me within the next 30 days. Oh, it's okay? great. I'd put money on it, unfortunately. All right. All right. I want to mention the people that helped this show go, show go by. And I tell you what, all the guys are great. Alan mm -hmm. Taylor, talk to him tonight. Alan, yeah. Alan's so oh, great. Wow. Alan came by today, and I'll tell you why he came by, or Jeff will tell you why he came by in just a second. But most importantly, Alan Taylor is the guy who owns TaylorMade Pools. He does mm -hmm. a fantastic job. The rain is going to stop. Next Wednesday, I think it's supposed to drop a little bit. It's supposed to be up to 80 degrees on Sunday. The warm weather is coming. It's going to be the typical San Diego weather that you know. Look, everybody talks about the swimming pool, the dream of having a swimming pool in your backyard. As a kid, some of your best memories are the swimming pools. If you have kids and you say, you know what, this would be fantastic to create the same memories with my family that I had as a kid. Either uh, we had it at our own house or going to a friend's house. Alan Taylor can make those dreams come true. Taylor May Pools, you name the kind of pool you're thinking of, guess what will come out even better. You can follow him on Twitter. Jeff and I... Uh, show you all the time at T uh, T Made Pools. Excuse me, at T Made Pools on Twitter. Posted a great picture of a job he just did yesterday. Oh. Absolutely fantastic. But he's really good at what he does. He's the best in the business. Alan Taylor's number six one nine four four nine four four five two six one nine four four nine four four five two. Let me tell you about Al and Amy and what makes them incredibly special. Uh, their work stands out. It's incredible. You can see it at DaveAndJeffShow.com. Um, I made mention of the fact on my social media tonight just how much I dig Bob McElroy and yep. just, you know, Bob saying, hey, we don't need 100. We need 300. And Brother Jeff. <laughs> and, uh, and so I just, I was like, it was cool. And I made mention of it. And within 20 minutes of mentioning that, Al Taylor on my social media said, tell me more. What can I do to help? He jumps in and what he did tonight, and I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to see him, uh, to my left, to Dave's right, there is a huge box. There's a huge box of shirts that have my very favorite TMP logo on the front because I tell you when I wear those shirts around town, by the way, I had my uh, 
long sleeve shirt on in Carlsbad the other night, yeah. and I probably answered seven questions wrong because <laughs> a lot of people stop me with their pool issues. And I just answer them off the top of my head, and then I say, hey, call me in the office tomorrow. I'll clear up any confusion. Nice. Um, and I always encourage the, the parents to let the kids pee in the pool. Yes. I'm a big believer in that. Don't make the kids drag water into the house. No, no, no. Pool. Just go in there. It's fine. It gets rid of... Uh, you rather them pee in the pool over the kid that gets out and pees against the wall. God, how disgusting is that? And I said, the great thing is if they pee in the pool, it keeps these bullshit painted monarchs that everybody's crying about. Keeps them out of the pool and keeps the party moving. Yes. But uh, Al brought down a box of shirts with the TMP logo on the front and maybe the nicest version of the Jake's Projects logo that I've seen yet. We've had a bunch of great ones come in. Gorgeous logo on the back of these shirts. And it's just, that's what friends do. Yeah. And he just said, hey, man. Let's find the right people that we want to get these to, and let's get them on them. We're not sure how we're going to do it, um, but we'll we'll figure out a way to do it. The pools are great. The people are better at TaylorMade Pools, and it's Alan and it's Amy, and they stand by their work. His team is fantastic, but I just I can't say enough about the people and what they have meant to us on a personal level. Blows away how much they've done for us on a professional level, and from a professional level. It's just unlike any working relationship we've ever had. I couldn't be more proud to be part of that family, and I couldn't be more proud to be their friend. And uh, I just I think what they did tonight was outstanding. It was absolutely incredible. Want to mention another guy that's obviously family to us. It's Brian Curry. Yep. He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for the last 20 years as well. Again, these are established guys that have done very well in the market because they're the best at what they do. If you're in the market for a new house, you're thinking about selling a property, purchasing a property, don't forget to give Brian Curry a call. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Well, I think people were probably nervous because yesterday in the front page or the business page, Talked about how uh, sales have gone down and prices are dropping from home sales and that the market's got a little bit flat. Well, the market gets flat because you're getting the wrong advice. And people that sell homes are people that have agents that know what they're doing. That's why you want to call Brian Curry, because if you have equity in your property, you're going to get that equity out. But it's what we say all the time. The people that sit there and think, hey, I'm going to move my house, and then I'll be living in a down, uh, downtown penthouse when I sell my studio condo in IB. It doesn't work that nope. way. Shit. <laughs> How many times do I have to say it? But you can do what so many have done. Dave and Rita have done it. My friends Pam and Larry have done it. And it is that natural progression from your first home to your next home. Yeah. To eventually your dream home. And the guy who's going to help you do it is Brian Curry. And that's why I'm stoked because I was saying to this friend of mine tonight, she goes, oh, man, everything going on. What are you doing? And I said, I'm just chilling. I'm able to chill because I'm very, very lucky to have a friend like Brian Curry going to walk me through the process. And I just I think it's going to be great. And I'm excited to see how it ends. Absolutely. And also, don't forget the website. Jeff mentioned it earlier with, of course, Inside information to the Padres. Kyle Fluger is your guy for websites. He's done a great job with ours. We're very proud of it. 619-500-6621. He can do the same thing for you and your business. 619-500-6621. Dave, I was at a seminar yesterday in UTC, and it was all about building your brand and all the different things that you have to do. 
And you know what I heard people say time and time again? They weren't satisfied with their website. They felt like their website was too two-dimensional. They felt like it was too flat. It was too boring. Yeah. Now, there wasn't anything that caught their eye, and it just made me so incredibly happy with what we have. There's more things coming to the website all the time. The blogs have started, like we said. But it really is great to have somebody like Kyle on our side because I give him the broadest parameters, and he just cleans up the mess. And he cleans it up, and he makes it look so great. I'd love to tell you everything on that is the vision of me and Dave. We had a basic idea of what we wanted, but Kyle really brought it to life. Incredibly easy to work with. Changes are made almost instantaneously, and it's just something that you can be proud of. And is especially, I would say this, for any of you that are a small business owner, because um, the small business owner that where you are trying to separate yourself from maybe the big box stores, yeah, you can do it with the website, and he's the guy. Maybe you have your own podcast. Maybe you want to do videos. Maybe you want to do e-commerce. All of it. Uh, give Kyle a call. Absolutely. All right. So here's the injury. Do you know? Let me hear it. Anybody who has ruptured their Achilles tendon. Yeah, you know who did it, and and it fucked him up was our pal John Kalia. Yeah, people that grew up uh, watching John on yeah. Channel Eight, amazing guy. John was playing hoops. Yeah, into his Dave, I'd say late fifties. He may have been even early sixties at that point, and uh, and John blew his Achilles out, and it really fucked him up. And then uh, Boogie Cousins. That's right. Boogie Cousins has done it. Kobe Bryant did it. Right. You know, so here's the deal. That's one of those injuries that always freaked me out. Because yeah, because they say it goes like a window shade. It goes down. So, and I know a lot of guys in their 40s have done it. I'm still in my 40s. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking at my, my left Achilles tendon and yeah. it, it's going to go. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, shit. Dude, it, it hurts so fucking bad. Right you think now. you're going to cry? No. Be, well, here's the deal. Two things happen. One, one is some people say it feels like someone just like flicked them on the back. Mm-hmm. Or if someone threw like a little rock at it. Some people say it feels like a stick of dynamite went off. That's what it looked like with Kobe, right? Yeah. Remember when Kobe couldn't even get up? Yeah, exactly. So I'm afraid when it goes, how bad is this going to fucking hurt? Because it's a gear process to to get better. The good news is it's my left one. Mm. And it, it's right now it's kind of a mixture of a lump and cottage cheese. Like it almost looks like it's already gone. Oh, fuck. I can still bend my ankle, but man, it hurts all the fucking time. I'm like, I'm going to blow this motherfucker out. Well, it, I keep thinking it's going to happen walking down the stairs when I wake up in the morning, but it's fucking, I mean, it's go down like that. That Remember that fucking <laughs> chef from, uh, from, gonna, from Sesame Street was holding yes! all the cakes? That's going to be me. The guy with the 12 cakes is going you're, down the fucking stairs. You're going to be the guy coming up the steps yeah. like uh, that guy we always claims leisure on oh, the yeah, escalator. I will. I'll have to get one of those. I got like fucking a lot of stairs. You're right. <laughs> no, but I'm it. the guy at the mall oh. where the superhero comes down and jacks yeah. him and the old guy falls. That'll be you <laughs> at Plaza Bonita. I thought you meant I'll be the guy in the chair. No, that has to take the electric fuck. chair up the you're stairs. You're done. Yeah, fucking A, man. I'm all freaked out, but I, I, I'm willing to bet within the next month, month and a half, my Achilles tendon's going to go. Well, you, it just hurts too fucking bad and looks shitty right now that it looks like it's almost already gone. Yeah, you're fucked. I am. The it's going to go. If it's my left one, I can still drive. If it's your that's right what one, I was just going to ask. You're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah, your left one. Yeah, you're left okay one that that's way. Fucked. Yeah. Well, it's not okay. I'll be with a cane. <laughs> You'd be crutches. Can you can you get by with like a walking boot at that? Jeez, I don't know, man. It's a I, year. Yeah, I'll tell you when I serious. It's a year to heal. When my ACL went, it sounded like a cannon yeah. went off. It was so fucking loud. We were at uh, Del Mar at Surf and Turf. My buddy Cheech heard it. We were playing highball, 
and he heard it diagonal from me. Yeah, it's like a candle. Jesus. So I hope yours has that too, because <laughs> the they'll have that same memory. You, you're the uh, best. When you think about injuries that freak you out, is the Achilles the one that freaks yeah, you the out Achilles the most? One freaks me out. I'll tell you it the has one that, for a number of years. I've thought about it for like thirty years. I'll tell you the one that freaks me out completely is a hip replacement. Yeah, a friend of mine's getting one done, getting a hip replacement done next week, and do, he's only in his early. There's like forty-two. Do I know him? Chad Breeze, he's getting one. No kid. Yeah. Wow. You know why it freaks me out? Um, because I was at Staples Center. I can't remember oh, yeah, what the right. fight was. Jim Lampley had just had it done, and he was there for the preliminary card. And again, this has got to be close to 20 years ago, so I don't know what the medical science is. But Jim came out of his chair too quick and the, and the popped out a socket. Yeah, and he, he handled and, it like a champ, though, didn't he? They wheeled him out of there. I thought he was screaming his ass off. Wasn't he, he he said, "Do you remember we brought it yeah, up to course. him on the show?" Of course. And he said, "It's the most miserable pain I've ever experienced in my life." <laughs> uh fuck! And that got in my head, man. That that chances are it's gonna happen to us. Oh, I'll tell you another one that r- yeah. freaks me out. O- old people always break their hip. Yeah, shit. Uh, well then I yeah I don't know. Can you just say fuck it? I don't want the surgery. <laughs> no, you gotta get the, the key is you gotta get the right size pin put in there. If they fuck up the wrong size pin, then you're gonna do it again. Oh no! I'll tell you the other one that I've heard don't have is if you have a deviated septum. Yeah, I don't. I don't have I, one. I don't either. But I don't know if I can get one overnight. But Barry Melrose said, played whatever he played. 20 years of professional hockey. He said yeah. the worst pain he ever had in his life was the day after the deviated really? septum surgery. Oh, they said it feels like they just fucking went in and hit your brain <laughs> with a hammer and tongs. Like, hit him fu- right in the brain. Right in the fucking brain. That um, is funny. So that's it. And then let me ask you this. This is the yeah. only thing because otherwise I'll forget. Are you a movie trailer guy? Do you like movie no. trailers? Do you pay attention to any of them? Well, I'm in the theater, I do. I sit there and we'll sure. decide at that moment if I'm going to go to this one or not go to this one. But it's, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not, like, uh, you aren't a Game of Thrones guy. You aren't watching no. it. Okay, Game of Thrones will play its final six shows in just a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I won't watch any of the trailers. I know people are freaking out about yeah, the trailers. I'll I don't, I don't watch any of it, but I will watch the last six. I will say, Dave, I am like you. I'm not, I'm not about movie trailers or when they get released, right? Yeah. You've seen them. Today, something caught my eye, and I watched the two-and-a-half-minute trailer for, and this is really funny, too, for Marvel Endgame because um, I never really had paid attention to those early on, but then my kids liked them. And then my company, we work with Marvel. Yeah. So last week, our office closed last Friday. We closed at noon. We had a company day at the movie, which was fantastic because everybody gets to go. People that where their kids are available can bring their kids. My company rents out the whole theater. You see the movie for free. So we all went as cool. a group to see Captain Marvel, which it was, was great. really fun. Really, really fun. Did you see that one yet? No. Is that the one with Shazam? It's uh, No. This no. is the one with uh, Brie Larson okay. and Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. No, I've not seen it. Really that. great. Okay. Fun. But now I've kind of seen a few of them. We saw the one, right? All of them. Black Panther and yeah. Spider-Man and all that shit. I wouldn't say I'm a huge Marvel fan, but they're fun, right? You like yeah. all the guys that are in the movie. I'm telling you, that trailer for Endgame was great. 
Like, it was really great because Robert Downey, yeah, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. Like, you go, oh, you, you get a connection with all the characters. It, it reminded me of when I was a kid and you would see, like, the new Rocky yeah, trailer. That's right. And you go, well, there's Apollo and there's yep. Mickey and there's Rocky and yep. whoever else is in it. And you go, yeah, fuck. And then you go, well, shit, when's this coming up? 2029? <laughs> I go, no, it's out in April. It's good shit. They do a great job with the superhero movies. Have they you really seen have all those? Do you see like Ant-Man or any of those? No, I have not. Yeah, I know you say you love Ant-Man. One of my best memories ever is with Jake is when Spider-Man or Tobey Maguire came out. And he yeah. was just a little, little kid. Right. And I'm like, I don't know if he's going to make it through the movie. And man, he was at the edge of his seat. And I can right. tell you right now, we in those M&Ms, we're sharing right. And it was one, really one of the one of the best moments when I think back of my time with Jake was going to see the first Spider-Man. I did the same thing with my sons yeah. with the first Ant-Man. So let me see. It was on tw- TV in 2016, so it's probably out in 2015. So was that four years ago? So they yeah. would have been about seven. Yeah. And it was just me and them, and they're at uh, Hazard Center, big oversized leather seats. Yeah. And the same thing, Dave, just mowing popcorn, the whole thing. And so for me, that movie, taking them there. And then my buddy Cheech um, on a Wednesday afternoon, four days before he passed away with machines and plugs and everything in them, uh, we were hanging out in Temecula and watched it. But you would like that one, yeah, man. Paul I'm Rudd. Sure I, would. I love them all. Paul Rudd's funny as shit. And the guy who's so funny is his sidekick who's been in a bunch of different movies and I'm mind blanking on the guy's name right now, but he's the sidekick and and the guy is so fucking funny and they're good. But yeah, you'd like that. You'd like the Paul Rudd's great. Yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's just funny because I'm like, I like him. I like him because we get to go with all our buddies. Um, but I watched it today. I go, Holy shit. These guys do it. Well, Yeah, yeah, really cool. That's awesome. All right, so here's the deal. We're going to come back on Sunday. I tell you what, I'm not even going to play any music after this show because right now I'm so freaked out that we're going to get punished for something. Yeah. We'll just leave it the way it is. We'll leave the Rolling Stones at the beginning until we get busted again because I think the Rolling Stones don't check. But we didn't get busted for the music, just so everybody knows. We got busted because of the way I titled a, a show. Oh, did we not explain that? No, I don't think we explained how. how we kind of did. But, but well, basically, I couldn't change it. I edited the show, the title. Yeah. And it still would not come out because the MP3 that uploaded on it still had the title, You Can Win $1,000. So that's what happened. That's what got us. With yeah, Patreon, yeah. you can't run a sweepstakes. No, and we weren't. No, we just, it was the Padres 10. Yeah. And then that was what it was that they were concerned that we were trying Which, to bait and switch yeah. you into. Well, I had to delete the episode. So there's no proof that I actually made a bet with anybody. <laughs> Is that how they finally got rid of it? I did it. Otherwise, they weren't going to give us the count back. I just said, fuck it. I'll just delete the show. Oh, okay. I couldn't I, I couldn't change the title. I tried it 80 different ways. And so I just said, fuck it. We'll just delete that one show. And then you tell them, hey, that show's off. It, yeah, and that was it. As soon as I said that show's off and they went and checked, they put it, gave us right back a, a chance to be on Patreon. Oh, cool. So, yeah, if you're anybody doing shows, they were very nice about they it. They were great. It just They said there was high demand. It took too long to get to... Uh, to get to our problem here's what i would like to and we'll find out a way to do this but start thinking about it i really wanted from disappointing joseph because i love those guys who i really wanted from is our friend eddie who was our original webmaster and got us off the ground and did a million things for us that nobody would ever understand 
But if you're a local artist and play music, fuck, man. If we can, we'll hype you up. We'll pop your site, the whole thing. Because as much as I love the Stones, Dave, I would kind of like us to transition into a way to promote some local bands. Absolutely fine with it. You cool with that? Yep. Fine with so it. all we need, we don't need a lot, right? How much do you need? Yeah, we need 15 to 20 seconds. Something that's uh, that, that's up our alley. Something that makes you feel like punching someone in the face. But if we, if they <laughs> sent us like a full song, could we play it and judge it? Like uh, like America's Got Talent? Could we talk while it was playing if it's their own music? Yeah, we, we, no problem. As long as they agree to it. No, as long as it's not copyrighted, we're fine. Yeah. But if it's like a cover, we can yeah. judge it over 14 seconds? Yeah, we could do good, that. Good, good, good. Okay. Pot it down. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get it together. But uh, yeah, we'll see you Sunday night. Still waiting on Josh Lewin. I'm working on it. Jesus At some point, hey, fuck, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. So uh, that's it, and we'll look forward to seeing everybody at the Alpha Project on Saturday. I don't need, uh, real quick, just to wrap that up, I'm covered. Bob's covered. If you want to do something, just uh, keep an eye out for somebody in your neighborhood that needs help. Say hello. Buy him a Hershey bar. Buy him lunch, like Dave said. Buy him that turkey sandwich, and uh, we'll call it even. And for uh, for you Padre fans out there, just I know because you've been mentioning this name a bunch of times, it just came across that the Braves are the ones that are eyeing uh, Dallas Keuchel, not the Padres. Yeah, I think, Dave, at this point, I, I saw Gio Gonzalez, too. I mean, we're two weeks away from opening yeah, day. It. Fuck it. Ride the wave with the guys you I'm have. You. Yeah, there's no reason. When are you going to be ready? By May 15th? Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I don't. At this point, no, I'm not interested. Let them go. Let Kimbrough go. Let all of them. Let's just take a chance and see what happens. Paddock outstanding again yesterday. Lucchese, Lauer, Paddock's in the mix, and then uh, we'll figure out who the other guys are as time goes on. All right. We'll see you Sunday.